0: patrolling the sidelines on game days and beating the pros inside the lines on off days. A 5'10 guard from Elon University. It's Valley Sports Wisconsin. Zora Stevenson on Homer and Tony. This is going to be easy for Zora. The Bucks beat Orlando by 100 points. What do you do? What do you do when you're that far ahead, Tony Zora? What do you do as a Bucks player when you're so far ahead? I don't know what you do. Take it you, you away. Go sit down somewhere. What are players supposed to do? Well, make sure you don't lose the lead. Yeah, but it's it. Said, what what did it get to? Fifty? Did it get as high as fifty? Fifty-one. Fifty-one yeah. was the largest lead of the night for the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Okay.
1: They had it going on last
0: night. They had it going on. Not that we were worried about him, but everything was dropping. I felt bad for John Hammond. Do you think Giannis felt bad? I mean, I, don't, I, I heard you in half. I don't know what you ask when you're just destroying a team. Even if you don't concentrate, you're still probably going to win the game, right? Was there any thought of them not winning at half? They were up by, was it 30-something?
1: Thirty something at half at halftime I, I, I do think you still have to lock in. There were some conversations at halftime by the team, like, hey, let's not lose this lead. Because remember, they were up big, not by as much, but up big the previous matchup against Orlando. And so at halftime, apparently George Hill spoke up and said, Hey, let's let's stay focused here. And they extended the lead, which Coach Bud says is really hard to do in the second half. So kudos, kudos to the Bucks, four in a row. This is fun. But you
2: see, Homer, we were never worried. I wasn't. Other no. people were. Worried. Uh, who might those other people be, Sora? <laughs> I love I, just being an instigator. I heard I heard that tone I, was, I felt I felt something uh tapping me on the shoulder like it was directed at me. Were you ever worried? I was 100% not worried. I'm just fine. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on over there and uh are they going to be able to to get the ship righted in, in, in time and be uh, have a smooth transition into the playoffs? That's all I'm worried about. What do the, What do you feel as far as
0: ship righted?
2: What has to be righted that Zora can address? Uh, well, you gotta, like you're gonna. Uh, I, for me, Zora, I don't know. It's just I, I want I want I want to see uh, depth at work. Meaning, some guys can hold the fort down in case players are missing some games. Right? Uh, are they playing well enough to do that, at a, and at a high level? Not just, oh, uh, we can beat Orlando, but uh, can we beat uh, a good team? Can we beat a Hawks team if we're down a couple of guys? Because as we saw in the playoffs last year, uh, a lot of the teams are missing some of their main players for, if not the entire series, but a, a couple of games in a series. And in the series, two games can change the entire series around. So that's what, what I was looking for, Sora.
1: I completely understand, but there's also something to be said for beating the teams you're supposed to beat. Yes. And I think that's what the Bucks are doing this week. It, it's like a get-right opportunity. So you have Chris back, and you've got, you know, the Thunder. You've got two games against the Magic. Detroit is tomorrow. Like, try to try to right the ship and just get some wins. And in terms of, okay, the depth chart, right, and who can step in when other guys are out because, you know, injuries are inevitable, well, I would say Exhibit A, Bobby Portis. I mean, I know he seems like a regular at this point, but he's not a regular starter for this team. And he's had what at this point? Uh, one, two, three double doubles in a row, and Pat Connaughton consistent off the bench, averaging over ten points per game. That's that's some contributions from people that are not normally starters, and they've charged George Hill to be a bit more aggressive, so he's trying to do that. I would argue the depth
0: is there. And Grayson Allen was a great pickup, right? I mean, that's it's almost Agreed. taken as a given now. I don't know that anybody even argues the point. Uh, I. Whether it was a good pickup or not? No, yeah, I mean, I think that's a fact, yeah. All right, I was asked this question, so i wanted to pass along, because I didn't know it was true, and it is. Giannis is not shooting nearly as well with his twos as he has in the past. He's at 57%, where you'd say, well, that's bad. Last three years, 64, 63, and 64. My theory is that more teams are, when he goes to the basket to try to do his Shaq stuff that he did in the playoffs, he's meeting like two or three people. It's even harder now for him to finish around the basket than ever before in the regular season. Therefore. For forced to take more mid-range jumpers. Uh, you buy that theory, or what would you explain? Because this isn't about threes. He's taken maybe a little more threes, but threes don't affect his shooting two-point shots.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it seems each and every year. I mean, this is not the first time that Giannis has seen multiple defenders. Correct.
0: So I don't want to act like, oh, you know, all of a sudden. It he, seems more gotta... intense to me is, what, is my, uh, my theory. Yeah, I mean, every year, I
1: would say every year it's a baby step thing. There's more and more attention on him. And so much of the beginning of this regular season, Chris was gone. Uh-huh. And so that allows even more players mm. to focus on Giannis. Now that Chris is back, what I would like, you know, a – a stat maybe somebody should look up. When is, Chris is
0: playing and when he's not. Yep. Yeah. we will work on that. Yep.
1: Percentages. Yep. Yeah.
0: We'll get the Institute to work on that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, I know this is like an ongoing, every time we talk and it's not an excuse, it's just a fact. Can you have a base rate of this team yet without Brooke back? I know it may take, you know, longer for Dante, but at least Brooke, I mean, Brooke's only played one game and he's, a starter and a really big piece of the puzzle. So I just really feel like this team is still working its way back before we can even judge what they're capable of.
0: My answer to that would be back? no. Yeah, that's the question. What was the question? When's he coming back? When's he coming back? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Coach Butter's talked
1: about that Brooke is still progressing, able to do some things on the court, which is great because before he was not. So he's working his way back. No pun intended.
0: And there's the no rush to get him back, you, Tony. You brought this up before, and and it's always my question: How many games does he have to play in the regular season so that you feel like you're getting him as he needs to be for the start of the playoffs?
2: You said what, Tony? Thirty? I mean, yeah, he's he's got to be back to get in the flow, uh, get himself ready. That's what I mean. You know, no uh, game ready because it's a it's a difference between doing stuff on the floor and playing an actual game. So. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'd at least want to see him out there for 25 games minimum. Zora, I don't I, know about you.
1: I agree. And I definitely I don't think it'll be that situation where, you know, he's going to miss half the season. But, yeah, I think in an ideal world it would take 25 to 30 games. The the plus to this is Brooke has played with all of these people before. I mean, talking about Drew, Chris, Giannis, Pat, Bobby, the one person maybe that he needs to get acclimated with is Grayson. But, um, you know, that group already has camaraderie. So I, I do think it'll be a smooth transition. The one person that keeps talking about they have to, you know, mold and change is Grayson as more people come into the lineup. Because, he, you know, like he hasn't played with, with Chris a ton before Chris came back. I mean, this is a team they don't really get up and down in practice a lot just because of age and all the different factors. So the game reps are really reps. So he's saying, you know, his touches are a little bit different with Chris back. So I think as more people come back, He'll probably have to adjust, but for everybody else, they're used to playing with one another.
2: Yeah, and I don't think those are uh, a big adjustments as people make them out. I mean, I've had teammates here come and go. I mean, I, I, I remember my first game, I got traded. My first game with uh, the Heat after I got traded, uh, we were, we played eight guys and we beat the, the Bulls at 172 games. So, I mean, it, it's not that big of an adjustment. It's just the stuff you're running. You just run what you run and you just play basketball, I think.
1: For sure. And in this league, I mean, anyone can beat anyone on any given night. You don't have to have much camaraderie to do that. You just got to play hard some nights and have shots go in. You know, if you're shooting, you know, it's a hot oh. night like the Bucks. I mean, if you're putting up 120, well.
2: Right. You know, and Zora, I would, I would say it's more important for um, Grayson to, you know, get as comfortable as possible with the offense. Uh, more so than Brooke. Brooke knows the offense. He, he knows where guys uh, could be and will be and might be and, and want to be. Uh, that's Grayson has got to get, get that down uh, more so than him with Brooke necessarily.
1: Agreed. And Grayson just talked about that the other day. He said, because I asked him, a lot of times when people join the Bucks, they say defense is harder to grasp just because Bud has a lot of different things in his system and it's a little different with the drop defense. But Grayson played for Taylor Jenkins in Memphis, who is, you know, with Coach Butch Tree. So he understands the, the defensive side of the game. He's like, the offense is taking time for me because he's just not used to being so open. And obviously you have, you know, people that garner the basketball a lot, talking about Giannis and Chris, and so just trying to find and figure out his moments. So, yeah, you, you, you hit it there perfectly. That offense is really where his focus is right now, making sure he's understanding, like, his role and where he fits in that, you know?
0: My question for you is, in addition to just enjoying watching a great team play, what do you watch? What are you observing to see as it evolves over the next, I don't know, 20 games or even the regular season, especially given they don't have the whole team?
1: A lot of different factors, and I I think it depends game to game, but watching the rebounding, watching just the communication on defense and the synthesis and the energy, I thought – what stood out to me against Orlando and stuff that doesn't show up in the box sheet, but it's just like, and this showed up. Yeah. I would say against Orlando, both times, it's just deflections being really active on defense and just kind of pesky and annoying when this team like has these bursts and runs and energy, like, can they feed off one another, you know, like say Bobby knocks down a couple shots, who else can feed off his energy and get involved? You know, when they have those spurts, that's when I'm like, Oh, that's the bucks that I'm used to covering. Um, So just keeping an eye on a lot of different things, Um, you know, shooting percentages a little bit. I mean, I think it's amazing. Bobby was like in the 20s from the three point line and now he's back up into the low 40s when it comes to three point percentage. So just keeping an eye on a lot of different things. But I think I would do that no matter how the team is doing. That's just kind of part of my process.
0: Any observations of other teams that you would like to pass along or do you even focus on that?
1: I, I you know I try to keep up with what you know is going on with the league but obviously not to the level that I'm you know focused on the Bucks. Uh and especially this week, you know the teams they played probably won't be in the picture if that makes sense. I'm interested to see how they do against the Nuggets and then you know a couple of weeks from now they got Charlotte, Toronto, Miami. Those games will kind of you right. know, pay aside more attention from to the, the Bucks.
0: Who what's the best team in the NBA aside from the Bucks? Being fair to ask isn't it.
1: Like who do I think is the best team yeah. in the NBA right yeah. now? Like, can you ask me that
0: before Christmas? I mean, is that a valid question before it's Christmas? A valid every day of the year. No. You're Zora, it, you know it, everything. It doesn't. It, it has no it, weight. But if I have fine. to choose, Golden State. All right. Best team at this moment, Golden State. Okay. How important is it? Is a whole other issue. I'm surprised yes. how good they are, and, and I don't know what's happened. Is has Steph Curry gotten that much? Better, I mean, they don't even have their whole team yet, and they're still open. Everybody,
1: Gary I think they've gotten used to the group that they have. There was this big transition when Kevin Durant left, and they had to retool. And then Steph Curry was in and out, injured, and they just had to refigure everything out. Clay Thompson got hurt. It was just so much going on, and now I think they're they're used to the group that they have, and they figured it out. And Clay Thompson, I mean, it's playing five on five now. Um, it's it's wow. I mean, what? Two losses is what they have. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, it is crazy. All you right, think, you think Clay's going to make that big of a difference, or is it going to be another yeah. adjustment when he comes back?
1: Yeah, and that's what I keep going back and forth. Like, is it going to be an adjustment, or is it going to propel them? I think somewhere in the middle. Like, I don't know how much better. You know, are they just going to be more dominant with him? Somebody's losing minutes.
2: Will... I mean, that's the whole thing.
1: I think the transition and the dominance will offset each other, and I think they'll just be about the same.
2: Whoa. See, because I, 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 I don't know. I think, like, especially, like, I think uh, yeah. I look at a guy like Poole, right? Poole's playing off the charts now. Yeah,
1: yeah. His yeah. minutes
2: are going down, and I don't well, know. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, Zora, just, he's not starting anymore. Yeah, you know how it is, Or Like, people who are, like, if you're averaging 25, 30 minutes a game, then you go to 12, you yeah. can't do the same thing you do. No, no.
1: I mean, Poole coming off two back-to-back 30-point games. And and what's hard is Clay Thompson is a player that, Automatically gets put back in the starting lineup. I think. Whereas sometimes oh, no players question. come back and they don't start right away. So Jordan would continue to get to start, and so he, you know, still be in a rhythm. But yeah, he's going to go right to the bench, and it's going to be different. You ri- some players like coming off the bench; they thrive in that. Some players, you know, I just warmed up. I like to start the game right right away. Uh, so it'll be interesting. But I mean, you're, I mean, it's Clay Thompson.
0: Yes, it is. And Clay. so much of his <laughs> yeah. game
1: too, like catch and shoot. I'm not saying that. You know, I just would worry about it more if his game was more explosive, but it's not. Like, I mean, he can hang out and catch and shoot threes yep. and work his way back to
2: yeah, kind of getting He's still mix. got to defend, though. So that's, that's, his, uh, that's also his deal on top of shooting. He's, he's known as a good he's defender. A defender. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, so Tora, all I'll, I'll have a, I'll have, I promise you next week, at the risk of you never saying again that you agree with me, I'll make sure to have a question <laughs> again next week that you're not ready for or don't think is appropriate or both.
2: Don't agree with him again, Zora.
0: It's been a minute
1: since I agreed with you, so it's, yeah, no, it'll come.
0: Let's keep it there that you way. Go. Thanks, Zora. <laughs> Bye. Zora Stevenson, the best.